above every other name. Name above all names. Beautiful Savior. Glorious Lord.
Amen. Hallelujah. Uncommon favor. Uncommon favor. Indeed, we walk through open doors. Are you not excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? It is a blessing to be in the presence of God. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It is a blessing. And so we give God all the glory for this opportunity and for us being here. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you to share tonight's service with somebody. If you are online or in-house, this is the time to grab your phone and hit the share button. We are live both on YouTube and on Facebook, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. You will find us, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, both on YouTube and on Facebook. Share with somebody and their life will be transformed. Hallelujah. They will forever thank you. All right, church, at this time, I want you to help me honor and appreciate our father, the prophet of this house. The man who God has sent to us and through whom God has been pouring in our lives. We celebrate you tonight, Papa, and we thank God for your life. And we love you so much, Mommy. We love you for all your services and all your sacrifices. Amen. All right. Our dominion scripture tonight will be taken from Isaiah chapter 51, and we are going to read 1 to 3. Isaiah 51. 1 to 3. And I read, Listen to me, all who have ho who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord, consider the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from which you were mined. Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah, who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man, when I called him, but I blessed him, he became a great nation. The Lord will comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. Her desert will blossom like Eden, her barren wilderness like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there. Songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, I'm excited to learn more about Abraham, our father, and we have been learning a lot since Sunday. If you miss Sunday service, please go back and listen to the message again because we are about to learn more on it. Hallelujah. So you need the foundation to build on it. So when we close from church, try and listen to it again. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet as we take our prayer of thanksgiving. Psalm 92 verse 1 says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto your name, O Most High. We are all going to pray in this manner. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the, in the mighty, mighty name, of, name Jesus of Jesus Christ. Thank you for all your provisions. Thank you for, for all, all your, your provision. provision. For each and every member of this family. For each and every member of this family. Thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit. Over our lives and our families. Over our lives and our families. Thank you for bringing us this far. 
Thank, Thank you, you for bringing us this far. We are very grateful. We are very grateful for all that you do for our church family. For, for all for that all you that do for our church family. family. And we have returned. And we, we have, have returned. returned to say thank you. To say thank you. Shall we zoom into prayer? Father, Father in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you for all your provisions for each and every member of this family. Thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit over our lives and our families. Thank you for bringing us this far, oh Lord. We are very grateful for all that you do for our church family. And we have returned, oh Lord. Lord, tonight to say thank you. Father, may your name be praised. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Father, for the provisions you have given each and every one of us. Father, as members and, as, and our families as well. Father, we thank you for the moving of the Holy Spirit in this house, in our lives, and in our families. We thank you, oh Lord, for the move of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in this family. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the move of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the move of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the move of the Holy Spirit over our lives and our family. Thank you for bringing us this far, O oh Lord. We are eternally grateful to you for how far you have brought us. We give you all the glory, O oh Lord. We have returned to say glory and honor be unto your name. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory for you alone deserve it. We thank you, O oh Lord, for every provision you have given each member of this family. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the move of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, O oh Lord, for bringing us this far. We are eternally grateful. Thank you for the move of the Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to continue in prayer. Uh, this is a prayer for divine recovery. Amen. And our anchor scripture is Matthew 8, 17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bear all our sicknesses. Thank you, Lord. If you please repeat after me, Father, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, please heal everyone that is sick. Please heal everyone that is sick in any area of their lives. In any area of their lives. In this church. In this church. Let every member. Let every member enjoy divine health. Enjoy divine health and divine healing. And divine healing. We cancel out every premature. We cancel out every premature. And accidental deaths. And accidental deaths. From our midst. From our midst. Please let there be. Please let there be. No barrenness. No barrenness. And let everyone enjoy fruitfulness. And let everyone enjoy fruitfulness. You'll zoom into prayers. Please, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please heal everyone that is sick, Lord, in every area of their lives, Lord God. In this church, Lord God, let every member enjoy divine health. Divine 
healing, Lord God. We cancel out every premature and accidental death from our mess. Please, Lord, let there be no barrenness and let everyone enjoy fruitfulness. We thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the healings that have already come, the ones that are in the world, the ones that are on the way, Lord God. We thank you that you did it all on Calvary, Lord God. All the stripes that you bore for our healing, Lord, the blood that you poured out for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We soak every church member in the blood of Jesus, Lord God, whether you're online or in-house, Lord God, on the prayer line, that every member enjoy divine health. We thank you for divine health that you've given us, Lord God, for the divine healings that only you can give, Lord God. We cancel, Lord God, all premature death, all accidental death. We thank you, Lord God, for preserving our lives, Lord God, our children's lives, their children's lives, Lord God. Please, that there be no barrenness, that there be fruitfulness in every area of our lives. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. We praise you, Lord God. We thank you that everyone enjoy your fruitfulness, oh God. Thank you, Lord God, for the message coming tonight, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And come on, favor. Isaiah 44, 26a. It says, The Lord that confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers. Amen. Amen. Can you say after me, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Please confirm all prophecies. For this month of May 2021. Please continue to pour out strange occurrences. Let there be supernatural recalls. And special angelic interventions. In the lives of all members. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, please confirm all prophecies for this month of May 2021. Please continue to pour out strange occurrences. Let there be supernatural recalls and special angelic interventions in the lives of all members. Father, we pray. We pray in the name of Jesus. Confirm all prophecies, O Lord, this month in Jesus' name. Let there be strange occurrences in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, pour out strange occurrences, O Lord. And let there be angelic interventions in the lives of your members. We pray in the name of Jesus. Confirm, O God, your word. Mata yekene masa lebedelebese libranda la basata balabada for our strange occurrences, Father. In the name of Jesus, let there be supernatural records. Let there be supernatural records. Let there be special angelic interventions. In the name of Jesus, 
in the lives of your people. Ala brakata basa, elebe selebada, yema kata balabasha, ibalabasola bata, lemetelebete. Pour out strange occurrences, pour out strange occurrences. In the name of Jesus, let there be supernatural recalls. Let there be supernatural recalls in Jesus' name. Let there be special angelic interventions. Oh God, we pray. Matabaya sabada, repekede basha, ilabranda la basa tabala, lemeke sotelebede. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Uncommon favor. Uncommon favor. Indeed, we walk through open doors. Amen. We continue our prayer, and we're taking our next prayer. And I'm reading an anchor scripture from Exodus chapter 25, verse 22. And the Bible says, And I will meet with you there and commune with you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubims, which are upon the ark of testimony. Say this after me. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, please release special grace. Please release special grace for our night of supernatural encounter this coming Friday. For our night of supernatural encounter this coming Friday. Please let each worshiper. Please let each worshiper have an encounter with you. Have an encounter with you. That will lead to divine settlement. That will lead to divine settlement. Speedily pour out upon your servant our pastor. Speedily pour out upon your servant our pastor. All the mysteries for the night. All the mysteries for the night. And meet us in all your power. And meet us in all your power. Zoom into prayer and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, please release special grace for our night of supernatural encounter this coming Friday. Please let each worshiper have an encounter with you that will lead to divine settlement. Speedily pour out, pour out upon your servant, our pastor, all the mysteries for the night and meet us in all your power. Oh yes, Lord Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, please release special grace, release special grace for our, for our night of supernatural encounter this coming Friday. Yes, Lord, release special grace. Oh yes, Lord, have an encounter this this coming Friday. Please let each worshiper have an encounter with you that will lead to divine settlement. Speedily pour out upon your servant, our pastor, all the mysteries for the night and meet us all in your power. Continue to pray, continue to pray. Pray for Friday, Friday, Friday. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pour out your special grace. Pour out your special grace. Oh, yes, Lord. For our night of supernatural encounter this Friday. Please let each worshiper, Lord, please let each worshiper have an encounter with you that will lead to divine settlement. Speedly pour out upon your servant, our pastor, all the mysteries for the night, and meet us all your power in the mighty name of Jesus. Seke Rakapa, Raka Sekatere Basakata. Begin to thank God, thank God, thank God for answered prayer. Thank God for answered prayer. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you all the praise. We honor your name in the mighty name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. Shall we all be seated?
uncommon favor. Hallelujah. You are welcome once again to our powerful Wednesday service. I promise you, you are never going to leave the same as you came tonight. Amen. In-house and online, you are welcome so much. Papa, thank you for this honor, this privilege to stand here. It's an honor, and I'm so grateful. God bless you, Papa. Testimony time. Testimony time. Tonight, we, we quickly want to share our testimonies um, just to bless the name of the Lord and to encourage our fellow believers and worshipers in-house and online and whoever will watch us later on. I just want to share a scripture today from Isaiah 61 verse 3. It says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. Tonight, this is my testimony that the Lord has given me beauty for ashes, the garment of praise for heaviness, and I know that it is yours too. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll take my first testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. Our God is so faithful. Amen. So uh, I shared a little bit of testimony before, so I brought this to show you. Um, I told you that my food stamps I had canceled. It was stuck in this magazine that I didn't order. And uh, when they canceled, they told me they had uh, mailed out the letter. I have the letter in here um, showing that it says food stamps will stop. So um, I went and applied. They said it takes 30 days. It took two days. Hallelujah. Two days. Uncommon I favor. It up. Yes. And then I have the letter here showing how much here. It says $528. Wow. When I, when I went on and checked Sunday, it said $794. Wow. I mean, it was double what I was getting. Hallelujah. God is so good. God Amen. Is so good. Amen. And also, I want to encourage you to um, sow seeds. Papa, I didn't learn that till I came here. The power of it is just amazing. Of course, yes, tithe, because we're not tithing to the church. We're not tithing to We're tithing to God. And it, it releases those curses off of us when we, when we do what God's word says and we're faithful. He's, he rebukes the devourer, and he's yes. faithful to yes. provide for us. Yes. And so yes, uh, yesterday, um, I got a phone call. I had not applied for this at all. Mm. And they said, we want you to come pick up a check. How much does that say? $500. $500. And, and this was for rent. And because I had this, um, I called um, a place where I met Jada at today. And they're like, they emailed me. And they're like, oh, you need to like call, set up an appointment. Nobody emailed me back. I was like, I'm just going to go show up. Normally, it takes like a month for things to get processed. Well, I will tell you that because I had this, they are um, sending $500 um, so that's a thousand total, wow. and God multiplied my seed that I gave wow. exponentially more wow. than it was. I didn't wow. even come close. Wow. So God is wow. faithful. You'll be faithful to Him. He'll Amen. be faithful to you. I had Amen. to give God glory. Amen. And I thank you so much for coming tonight, Jada. I praise Hallelujah. God for your life. Wow. Thank you, Papa. That's such a powerful testimony. I share in that testimony in the later part of last year um, when we had our. Um, crossover night service I sowed a seed my family we sowed a seed and this year supernatural financial help from corners that we never thought was possible 
from the the money we're supposed to receive from our taxes being what doubled and so sow a seed when the lord lays it upon your heart don't wait sow a seed and he's going to do amazing marvelous things in your life amen thank god so much for all our testimonies in this house tonight i just want us to pray i just want us to pray father we thank you for the amazing testimonies you've given us record recorded testimonies testimonies that have evidence oh lord and we thank you and we pray that you will multiply it in our lives oh lord and father by the reason of the testimony let souls be one oh lord and let men come to know that our jesus christ is alive today and he's a miracle working god in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen Uncommon favor. I walk through open doors. Hallelujah. We want to welcome all of our in-house members. If you if this is your first time, then welcome. If you're online watching and this is your first time, then welcome. Make sure that you stay put and that you're just distraction-free because the Lord is going to speak into your life tonight. Um, and I also want to encourage you, whether this is your first time or you're coming back again as a visitor, I want to encourage you to just give this ministry a year of your life. Just see what the Lord would do in this ministry for a year of your life. Just be committed because there are so many testimonies that people have shared just in short amount of times. I mean, not, I haven't even been here in a year, but the Lord has touched my life in so many magnificent ways. And I hear that testimony from so many of my brothers and sisters as well. So I want to encourage you to commit for a year and see how the Lord will bless your life and how you will be transformed. So um, if you're not familiar with this house, this is the house of the supernatural. So we believe in the supernatural God and in the supernatural powers of God. And speaking of which, we will see um, that happening on the night of supernatural encounters, which is this Friday. Hallelujah. So we are always excited for the night of supernatural encounters. I know some of you are fasting leading up to this night. So the Lord is going to move. This night is a night of prayer, but it's a night of miracles as well. Night of prophecies and prophetic words. So just come and see what the Lord has for you. You will definitely be surprised and, and you'll leave here with so much joy as well. So that starts at 7 p.m. Now, um, we also want to encourage all of our online members to go ahead and share your testimonies in the comment sections because we would love to read those off. We would like to remind you of our prayer line, which is so powerful. And we have a prayer line that takes place on Monday through Friday. We have a morning glory prayer at 3 a.m. and then a midday Thanksgiving prayer at 12 p.m. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have one extended prayer time, which is at 7 p.m. So our prayer times are 3 a.m., 12 p.m. and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 3 a.m., 12 p.m., and 7 p.m. So we hope that you can join our prayer line. And if you are not yet on our WhatsApp page, please make sure that you join because we understand that sometimes you may not be able to get on at that those exact times. But we don't want you to miss what the Lord is speaking. So um, you can also find recorded versions of those prayer calls on the WhatsApp page. And also, we would love to ask you to subscribe to our podcast, which you can find on Spotify at Nikki Ajapong. If you're watching on Facebook and you're just now tuning in or you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and share this broadcast out or go ahead and give it a like if you're on YouTube. If you're not yet subscribed, go ahead and do us a favor and subscribe to the channel. Your life will truly be transformed. 
Now, also, um, we are still collecting donations for Ginger. She just needs a few more things as we um, prepare to go ahead and give her that this box um, for our, from our, our outreach team. So we appreciate all of those of you who have generously given to her. Um, she's coming out of recovery, so we are so thankful for that. Now, speaking of... Um, what the Lord is doing in this house. We have three babies being born soon. So um, we have one baby shower this Saturday, um, the 29th. And then we also, and it's for a boy, and then we have one on June 5th for a girl, and then one on July 24th for a boy. So please see Minister Dufia or First Lady for details of those baby showers. It's such a privilege. Um, I was at McDonald's the other day, and um, I had Benjamin with me, and I had ordered some food. And the lady had given Benjamin some ice cream. She was like, baby, do you want some ice cream? And he was so happy. He was like, yes, I want ice cream. So if, you know, and it just made me so happy that someone just gave him ice cream. So if it makes us as parents so happy when we see someone blessing our children, how much more does it make the Lord happy when we bless his children? So we just want to encourage you to so, you know, give out of your heart as you give to these babies. Again, see Minister Dufia for details or First Lady for those details. Now, also, we have our next baptism date on um, June 18th. And we encourage you to see Pastor Nikki for baptism preparation classes. And then also we will be fasting for one week leading up to our official launch. So the one week fast will take place from June 7th to June 13th. And we'll be fasting for that week. And then also um, after that, we'll have our church launch beginning on June 30th through July 4th. So we are super excited for that. The Lord is about to do some amazing things through this church. I mean, he's already doing amazing things. Amen. Amen. All right. And last but not least, this Sunday, we also have um, a col the College of Pastors and Leaders. So Pastor Nikki will be sending out invitations for um, the College of Pastors and Leaders, and that will take place Sunday at 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. So if you receive the invitation go ahead and um anticipate being here after church for that time so those are our announcements and we're going to go ahead and um pray for the service thank you jesus lord it is such a privilege to enter into your gates with thanksgiving and praise O oh lord we thank you, Father, because you have done so much for us, God. We thank you, Father, for bringing us here tonight, Lord. We expect to receive from you, Lord, uh, receive a word from you, receive a touch from you, O oh God. We know, Lord, that you are here, God, and that you're working in mighty ways in our lives, O oh God. We thank you, Father, that every worshiper in this house, O oh Lord, and connected to this ministry will always receive an anticipated, um, an anticipated miracle from you, O oh Lord. Whatever their experience, expecting, oh God, whatever we're expecting, oh God, we know, Lord, that you are doing it in our lives, oh God. We thank you, Father, for the miracles, the miraculous healings, Lord. We thank you for the babies that are being born and the ones to come, oh God. We thank you, Father, for the word that we're going to receive, oh Lord. Let our lives be completely transformed tonight, Lord. Let us leave here better than we came in, oh God. And we thank you for your presence. Amen. Amen. Shall we be on our feet tonight as we worship the Lord and just lift your voice and give him glory and give him praise. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord. 
It's such an honor to be in your presence, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we adore you tonight. You are worthy, yes, you are. Father, we give you all the glory. Come on and lift your hands and lift your voice and worship him. With a heart full of praise and of gratitude. Father, we praise you tonight. We praise you, O oh Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We give you all glory. Worthy is the Lift your hands and worship him. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord. We just want to say that worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Oh, Father, we give you glory, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. Father, we give you all the honor. Father, we give you all the honor. We crown you with many crowns, O Lord. 
the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your hand over our lives. Thank you for uncountable provisions. Thank you for the supernatural at work in our midst. Thank you for diverse kinds of healings. Thank you for diverse kinds of engagement. Thank you, Lord, for visiting us every now and then with your tangible manifestation. Thank you for bringing us to this far in this year and this month of May. Thank you for all the prophecies for the month of May and for confirming each and every one of them. Thank you for doing for us much more than we have ever thought of. The Bible says that you are able to do exceeding abundantly far above what we think of or imagine. And we thank you, Lord, that you always respond to your name when we call you and you do wonderful things in our midst. Oh, yes, everybody shout me a believing amen. amen can you give a clap unto the lord and take your seat in heavenly places yeah but do it undertone and um whilst you are sitting down if there is any place or any part of your body that you need healing i want you to put your hand there I feel the healing grace of God right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, according to your word, Bible says that you have lifted up your word far above your name. And Bible says that you will do nothing but in consultation with your word. Bible says that as many as receive the word, to them give ye power to become. Whatever we want to become is a product of our reception to the word. I pray right now in Jesus' name and I send the word of the Lord into our bodies. From the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Wherever there is any sickness, wherever there is any pain, wherever there is any buffeting by the enemy, wherever the enemy has taken control of, whether your blood system, whether any organ of your body, whether the coordination of the systems of your, of your body, right now in the name of Jesus, I speak the word of the Lord against that sickness and against that disease. Go! In the name of Jesus. Leave the bodies of the people of God. The mighty name of Jesus. I decree and I declare it is dead to the root. In the mighty name of Jesus. And according to the word of the Lord in my mouth, so shall it be. Let everyone believe in it. Shout a believing amen. amen. And give a clap unto the name of the Lord.
Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. We thank God for this wonderful privilege and this wonderful opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, anytime you come into the congregation of the Lord, I want you to do yourself a lot of favor by coming with a lot of expectation. Come with a lot of expectation. And come believing that you are not just attending a regular normal service. Never come to church here or wherever and then uh, your mind is well. It, it is our normal meeting. No, there is nothing like normal meeting. Anytime we meet with God, he does something new. Praise the name of Jesus. And I know that tonight the Lord is going to do something new. The book of Luke chapter 5 and verse number 17. Very powerful scripture. And anytime I read that scripture, something turns on in the inside of me, especially regarding the manifestation or the ministration of the word of God. He says that, and it came to pass on a certain day. We are going to read quite some scriptures. It's not part of my scriptures anyway, but I just want to use it to let us know why we must be very expectant. Bible says, and it came to pass on a certain day. On a certain day. On a certain day. Bible says that as he was teaching, like what I'm doing right now, there were the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were sitting by. And please take note that it was a certain day. It wasn't a very um, special day. It was just an ordinary certain day. You know, Bible said that uh, the, the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were sitting by. And they were come out of every town of Galilee. Just like we have come out of every home, out of every um, zip code, out of every place. There are people, multitude online, and those of us in-house, we've come from far away. Bible says that, and they were all there. And out, some from Judea, some from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Did you see that? The power of the Lord was present to heal them as a result of the ministration of the word. And then let's keep reading. Verse number 18 says that, And they brought a man that was sick of palsy. They Behold, men brought in a bed. A man which was taken with a palsy. It was an incurable disease. It was an incurable circumstance and situation. It was a condition that doctors have said that this one, you have to manage it until you exit the earth. And so they heard Jesus preaching. They, have, they, have, they, they, they had heard amazing testimonies. And they said, let us go there. So Bible said that, behold, they brought a man in a bed. And the man was taken. It means that the man was overwhelmed by palsy. And they sought means to bring... By the way, palsy means um, crippleness. Okay? Inability to walk. Inability to rise up. Bible said that, they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before Jesus. But verse 19 says that when they could not find any way by which they might bring in the man because of the multitude, they went up to the roof just like as we are here. And then they climbed the roof. And then what did they do? Bible said that and they removed the tilings or, 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 or the, the screen and everything up there. And then they just lowered the guy in a couch into the mist before Jesus. Verse number 20 says that, and when he saw their faith, your faith can be seen. Faith is not just a feeling. Well, I think I have faith. It is, where is your faith? It is inside my heart. Your faith can be seen. We can see your faith. Sometimes, 
somebody comes to you and then the way the person is standing, you know that if I don't back off, this guy can punch me. It, it, you, do you understand what I'm saying? In the same way, you see, there is the faith that can be seen. And when your faith gets to the place where it can be seen, it cannot be denied. I'm telling you, it, it happened in the life of a man called Jacob. When Bible says in Genesis chapter 32 verse 24 downwards, he was left alone and then he began wrestling with God. And then Bible said that the Lord said, leave me and let me go because day is breaking. He said, I'm not going to let you go except you bless me. And he wrestled with him. When he saw his faith, he knew that if he doesn't do something, the guy will not let him go. When Jesus saw their faith, what did Jesus do? Look at it. Bible said that, uh, no, you just go back to um, um, the, 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 the Luke 5 and then the verse number 20. We were on verse number 20, right? So look at that. He said that, and when he saw their faith, look at the statement that Jesus made. Man, your sins are forgiven you. Hallelujah. Tonight, may your faith deliver into your hands everything your heart has expected. They just heard Jesus preaching and they went there. But they went with faith. Tonight, I pray that your faith will be lifted up. Now, I want you to close your eyes for the next 30 seconds. You see, I, I want to believe God for something for the ending of this month. I don't know, but I feel strongly inside of me. It started on Sunday. I have felt that before the month of May will end, something, something supernatural is going to happen. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it may not be for everybody. You see, it may not be for everybody. Because Bible said that the multitude was, were there, but it took the people that had faith to receive something from Jesus. I don't know, but I feel strongly inside my spirit, according to the manifestation of God, that before the month of May comes to a close, something unprecedented is going to happen in the lives of everybody. Now, within the next 30 seconds, I want you to pray to God from your heart. There is something that you are believing God for, okay? Don't... <laughs> Don't prejudice your mind by how long the situation or the issue has been. There are some times you come to a point in time in your life where you begin to, you begin to subscribe to what has been there for very long. Like the guy at the pool of Bethesda when Jesus met him and he said, do you want to be healed? He said, Lord, I have been in this situation for, 20, for 38 years, 38 years. Jesus said, do you want to be healed? He said, I, I don't have anybody to take me in. He, so at that material moment, he had come to a point where he was saying that this is how my life is going to be. So I have brought myself to accept it. Now, don't let that be your situation tonight. In the next 30 seconds, I want you to pray. And say, Lord, let that be something specific. Lord, meet me on this, this month of May this month of may lord turn this situation around turn this situation around this circumstance turn it around let what was meant for tears be turned into joy online in house i want you to pray that prayer from the bottom of your heart talk to the lord let god see your faith your faith can be seen sometimes your faith is seen by the words that you say Sometimes your faith is seen by the actions that you take. Sometimes your faith is seen 
by the things that you follow. You can follow something doggedly without abating, without letting go until they know that nothing can change your mind. At that point, your faith becomes tangible. The other day, the book of James, the first bishop, one of the three first bishops, he said, faith without action is dead. Your faith must be seen. He said, show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Your faith must be seen. And to, tonight, I want your faith to be seen from your heart before the Lord. Because I believe strongly that the portals of heaven are open. And please listen as you are praying. Listen to me. I always say that there are always two kinds of people that appear before the Lord. Those that appear as spectators to watch. And those that appear to be part of it. When you are part of it, the Lord can never bypass you. One day, there was a guy in the book of Mark chapter 10. Reading from verse number 46. His name was called Blind Bartimaeus. That is how they knew him. Everybody in the town knew him as Blind Bartimaeus. Nobody had any recognition for even his last name. He didn't have any address. He didn't have any image. He didn't have any fame. He didn't have any character. All they knew him was a signage. They said that if you are going to Murfreesboro, and then probably you miss your turn. You just keep going until you see a man wearing this garment, sitting by the roadside, always with a signage saying that homeless. Then you will know that you are approaching where you are going. That was how they used to know him. His whole address, his whole fiber, his whole life was defined in a pot of begging. Until Bible said that he encountered Jesus. And he said, Jesus, you're not going to pass me by. And Bible said that Jesus passed him. And as Jesus passed him, he still kept on crying. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David. He did not say, people were telling him, shut up. Even more important people, Jesus has bypassed them. How much more you? But Bible said that he kept shouting. He kept an expectation. He kept a desire. He kept a heartbeat. Lord, it is not over. Lord, it is not over. And as he kept shouting, Bible said that Jesus stood still. And Jesus said, call him for me. They call him for him. And Bible said that he said, what do you want? He said, that I may see. That I may see. He said, go. Your petition has been granted. Tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, any petition that you brought before the Lord, any heart desire that you are expecting that before this month of May come to a close, you will see. May you receive it in Jesus' name. Let the portals of heaven be opened and may you receive it in Jesus' name. Because we serve a true and a living God. Say in the name of Jesus. I believe it. And I receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. Give a clap unto the Lord. Awesome. Wonderful. Now I want to take a few minutes. And then share. Um, probably in continuation of what we started on Sunday. Uh, because sometimes. Uh, uh, not even sometimes whatever you don't understand can stand up against you it can harm you it can hurt you and the kingdom in which we find ourselves is a kingdom that thrives on knowledge 
And so anytime the Lord is speaking to us from his word, we got to pay particular attention to it. I think in the course of the week, we read something from Psalm 138 and verse number 2. Let's read Psalm 138 and verse number 2. Very powerful scripture. Monique, the Bible says that the Lord has, I will worship toward thy holy mountain, thy holy temple, and praise thy, thy name for your loving kindness for, and for thy truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, you have magnified your word above all your name. So whatever name you know the Lord to be, his word is above that. Hallelujah. And so it is important that in the kingdom, we learn from the word of God in order to take possession of that which is ours. So we are talking about the new generation Abraham. The new generation Abraham. And I started for the sake of those who were not here on Sunday. I'll give a very brief summary of what we did on Sunday because I'm continuing. Now, on Sunday, the Lord unveiled unto us why he chose a man called Abraham. Uh, sometimes we ask, why Abraham? You know, Abraham's blessings, the blessings of Abraham, the covenant blessings of Abraham. Why Abraham? Why did God choose Abraham in the first place? And then we explain that. When man fell, of course, the reason why God created man was so that man will have dominion. According to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 28, so that man will have dominion. But when man fell, Bible says that the enemy took over the authority that God had given man. And so now the things that man was supposed to dominate were dominating man. Hallelujah. And God didn't want it so. And so God put a recovery plan in place. And the recovery plan was in Genesis chapter 3, verse number 15, where the Lord said that, I will raise up a man from the woman. He was, of course, talking about Jesus Christ. He said, I will raise up a man from the woman. The seed of the woman will bruise your head. And then you also smite or bite the heel. So now, the devil knew that God was now going to find another man. So he started corrupting the race of man so that God will not find that person that he's talking about. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that in Genesis chapter 6, the enemy um, started having affairs with the children, with the daughters of men so that the seed of man will be corrupted. If the seed of man is corrupted, God cannot find anybody to hand over the earth again to. Hallelujah. And Bible says that in Genesis chapter 6, verse number 3, the Lord said that my spirit shall no longer strive with men. In fact, when we start reading from verse number 1, it's very, very important. He said that in verse number 1, Bible said that, and it came to pass when men multiply, and then they began to give birth to the daughters. When men multiplied on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, verse 2 says that, then the sons of, of God, these were the fallen angels that the enemy used to defile the human race bible said that they saw the daughters of men that they were fair that they were beautiful and they took them wives of all them that they choose verse number three says that and the lord said my spirit will no longer strive with men verse number four says that and there were giants in those days as a result of the interaction of these fallen spirits together with human beings they were they were these giants who had six fingers 
You know, some of them had seven fingers and stuff like that. The Anakims, they were huge, very, very huge, tall, like superhuman beings. They were, they were geniuses. They could manufacture things without thinking. It, it was in their spirit because they are, they are half spirit and then they are half humans. Praise the name of Jesus. And the intention was to, the intention was to uh, uh, corrupt the seed of man. So let's keep reading. Verse number five says that, and God saw that the wickedness was so much uh, and that the imagination of the heart of men was evil continually. Verse number six says that, and it repented the Lord. He said, I will destroy the earth. Hallelujah. And everything. But in verse number seven, so the Lord said, I will destroy man and everything that I've created because now the enemy had corrupted the seed of man. But there was an exemption. And that exemption is in verse number 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of God. So God found Noah. Now, so God wiped out everybody. And then it was now left with Noah. Who was now going to become the progenitor. And then the enemy knew that Noah was going to become the progenitor. So he began to corrupt Noah again. This time, he could not corrupt the seed of Noah because the Lord said in Genesis 6 verse 3 that my spirit will no longer strive with men. So they could not have affairs with man again. So what they now did was that he now introduced another kind of God unto man after the flood. And that was recorded in the book of Joshua chapter 24 when you start reading from verse number 1 and 2. He spoke about that. And then from verse number 3 and 4 of Joshua chapter 24, the Lord now found Abraham. So let's quickly read it. He said, And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood, after the flood, and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. Verse, two, verse number 4 says that. And I gave unto Isaac this and that and that. Now, so now God found a man called Abraham. And the only reason why the Lord was able to entrust everything that he had taken back from the enemy unto Abraham was because Abraham walked with God and didn't fail. He didn't fail. Adam failed. Noah and his generation failed until God found a man called Abraham who didn't fail. And that is recorded, of course, in Genesis chapter 22, verse number 10 downwards, when the Lord said, now I know. When Abraham got to the point of now I know, now I know, then the Lord willed the world to Abraham. Romans chapter number, is somebody understanding uh, 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 the theory of it? Now, so let's go quickly to the book of Romans. Look at the book of Romans chapter number four and verse number 13 so that was how come the lord willed the world unto abraham and when the lord willed the world unto abraham he brought jesus being the express manifestation of his word in flesh through abraham hallelujah <laughs> it's such a powerful mystery now he said that for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to abraham or to his seed through the law. Now, he was talking about the fact that it is not only to the people that are, are, are um, legally born Jews, but he says that but through the righteousness of faith too. Now, give me act. Or let's read Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 28 and 29. So, 
The will that God willed the world unto Abraham is not only to the Jews. It is to everyone that is connected by faith to Jesus Christ. Do you understand it? He said, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For all, for, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And verse number 29 says that, and if you be in Christ, if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and according to, and hers according to the promise. Hallelujah. So everything that the Lord gave unto Abraham, you don't need to be a, 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 a biological Jew or by birth or by geographical location. Once through faith, you are connected to Jesus Christ. You are, uh, do you understand it? You, 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 you are a descendant of Abraham. And the blessings of Abraham are yours. Praise the name of Jesus. Now I'm going to talk on Sunday about the blessings of Abraham. It, it is amazing. Hallelujah. And when you know the blessings of Abraham, you place premium on it. And the, the enemy cannot have a say in any area of your life. Say me a believing amen. Now, so the question is, how do I access this Abrahamic blessing? And Jesus gave us the answer. Let's go to the book of John chapter 8 and verse number 39. Jesus gave the answer over there. Now, in life, the best way of becoming who you want to become is by following examples of people who are who you want to become. I'll say it again. You want to become, uh, let's say you want to become a mechanic. You don't go following a fisherman. What you want to become, you learn under the person who is already there. Do you understand it? So the best way of learning or the best way of becoming in life is by following examples. Hallelujah. That is why if you go to places that are considered developed countries, everything is almost the same. You go to the street one, the way they have arranged the buildings, you go to street two, the same organization. You go to the third street, the same organization. That is why we use a lot of the address system work in developed countries. Otherwise, you get missing. But when you go to places where... And the reason why we have those organizations is because there is copying. There is exampling. Do you understand it? People follow the examples. So, I look at you and I say that this is what I want to become. And then I follow that example. I, I, don't, I look at this person. That is who I want to become. I follow that example. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, but when you go to places where there is disorganization, everybody wants to do something on their own. There is chaos and anarchy. There is trouble. There is lack of development and lack of growth. So the best way... To become in life is to follow examples. If you find students that pass their exams, they are students who work examples. So here Jesus was talking to the people. When he spoke to them, and then there was a, a discourse, there was a conversation between Jesus and them. And then they said, that, hey, hey, how old are you? And then they told him, they said, we are Abraham's children. And Jesus said, then answered and said, he unt uh, and they said unto him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, 
if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So there are certain things that Abraham did, which when we do, we enjoy the blessings of Abraham. Give me the book of Isaiah chapter 51. And let's read from verse number 1 and 2. There are certain things, and listen to me. Abraham and the things that Abraham did, which God considered him for righteousness, were were 430 years before the law came. Please, take note of this statement. I'll repeat it in the course of this series. It was 430 years, 430 years, before God started, you know, downloading the law onto the Israelites. So the work of Abraham has nothing to do with the law. Sometimes when you talk about emulate the work of Abraham, do the works of Abraham, then they say, oh, the finished works of Christ. The works of Abraham preceded any law 430 years minimum. Praise the name of Jesus. This is the Lord speaking through the prophet Isaiah unto Israel. He said, listen to me, hearken to me. You that follow after righteousness, you, myself, he's talking to. He said, you that seek the Lord, look unto the rock where you were hewn or where you were cut off. The quarry where you were chiseled out. You are now a piece of rock. But there is a place that you were taken out from. And he said that, look unto the rock where you were cut out and to the hole and to the pit where you were digged out. Verse number two. Look, and then he's going to tell us exactly what he's saying. And he said, look unto Abraham your father. There are certain things that he did. Look unto it. Follow it. He said, follow it. And unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone. And I blessed him. And I increased him. Verse number 3 says that. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. It means that the comforting of the Lord. Is a product of our ability to emulate Abraham. When we walk the walk of Abraham. People walk and they say that. Oh I am living in the finished ways of Christ. So you, 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 it's like the finished ways of. People don't even understand what the finished ways of Christ is. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. I don't want to digress. You see, but there are certain things that we do that show. Sometimes I can look at you if you bear a resemblance to one of your parents and I can say, ah, Shana, I use Mrs. Soso and So's daughter. He said, yes. He said, how did you know? He said, your picture, your face is a photocopy of your mom. How many of you have received that statement before? Yeah. Sometimes you don't know anybody. You meet the person You say, ah, I think I know who your dad is. I think I know who your... I saw Emani's um, sister and mom and I knew that this, this woman has a relationship with Emani's. They resemble. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, so, there are certain things that Abraham did which Jesus is saying and which God is saying that when we follow and we emulate and we do them... We shall come to a place of comfort for the Lord shall comfort Zion. It didn't just come out of space. It started from verse 1 and verse 2. He said, look at where you were cut out from. And then look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah your mother. Emulate them. And then the Lord shall comfort Zion. And the Lord shall comfort her waste places. And he will make her wilderness like Eden. Hallelujah. 
and all the blessings that follow. May that be yours in Jesus' name. So today, I want to talk about one of the things that Abraham did. Quickly. Number one, Abraham followed God. Abraham followed God. Abraham had a relationship with God. Abraham was an apprentice of God. To the point that one day, the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham? That <laughs> I read that scripture and I come to a point in questioning myself. I said, Lord, am I, have I gotten to that place where there are certain things that you want to do in the world that you can entrust by telling me? God was on his way to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. In Genesis chapter 18 and then verse number uh, from verse number 18 downwards all the way. And the Lord was about to leave. Look at that. Let's quickly go there. Genesis chapter 8. Let's start from verse number 16. When the Lord was bidding goodbye unto Abraham. And then he said in verse number 16. Genesis 18 verse 16. And the men rose up to go. Looking towards Sodom. And Abraham was going to escort them. Bringing them on their way. Verse 17 says that. And the Lord said. Hey. I pray that we will come to this point. When you come to this point, nothing will take you by surprise. Because before it happens, the Lord will show you. And may that be your story in Jesus' name. And the Lord said, and please listen, all these things that we are reading, it's not just for Abraham, some Abraham that has died and gone long time ago. He said that we, we are the heads of everything that the Lord told Abraham. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Verse 18. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. That is your story in Jesus' name. I said that is your story in Jesus' name. Verse number 19. And then the Lord said, he started, he said, for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him. Abraham followed God to the point where God could depend on him. Listen, it is not enough to believe God. No, it is not enough to put your trust in God. You must get to the point where God can also believe you. It is not enough to believe God. Oh, I believe God. That is fine. Everybody can say I believe in God. Except those who say they don't believe that there is anything called God. But anybody who believes in the existence of God. Anybody. Everybody. Any one of us. We believe in God. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in God? Yes. But you must come to the point where God can now also believe you. That is where Abraham got to. And that is why we are finding out. So Abraham followed God. Let us quickly go into the book of Genesis chapter 12. Verse number 1 and verse number 4. Genesis chapter 12. Verse number 1 and verse number 4. He said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house, unto a land that I will show you. Verse number 4. Look at verse number 4. So Abraham departed. Hey! Abraham was living, let's say, in a place like America. And Abraham's father was a senator. Abraham's father was actually part of the governing body. Because the Bible said that his father sat at the gate 
when you read about him. Bible said that his father sat at the gate. It means that they were lawmakers. They were decision takers for the land. And Bible said that the Lord came unto him. He was well established. He had married. He had a family. He had good life in that land. And then the Lord came. The Lord said, move from this land and go somewhere. He said, okay, Lord, that is fine. Where must I go? He said, unto a land that I will show you. Where? He said, you, you are not supposed to know now until you start moving. You see, sometimes when we read the scriptures, because we can read it within five minutes, we think it was a five minute something. Imagine, let me use Honorable Patricia and the husband. Patricia, your husband comes from work. And then he comes to tell you, Patricia, we are leaving America. Oh, that's good. Where are we going? Somewhere. Where is that somewhere? I don't know. Ah, so where are we going? I don't know. Then where are we going? God says we should go. Which God? And by that time, they didn't know this God. It was only Abraham who knew this God. The others knew other gods. Is it the moon God? He said, no. Is it the water God that we said? No. So which God? A God. So how are we going to say goodbye to them? What are we going to say to our family? When they ask me, Sarah, you came to marry me from my family. When my family asks you, where are you taking our daughter? What are you going to say? We are going to a land. Which land? I don't know. Somewhere. Somebody says somewhere. somewhere. Don't you see that it is foolishness? Listen, until you come to the place where you, you can see that your life is radical because you are following God. You are not yet following God well. Went in the morning. Gathered, gathered his wife. And Lot, who was his friend, I mean his cousin, said, let us go. I see Abraham's father. A, 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 a gatekeeper asking him so where are you going so that if we want to visit you at least we can visit you we don't know age 75 you don't know where you are going what is wrong with your mind please do you understand what we are talking about I w- you see when you are reading the scriptures and you don't put yourself in it you will not understand it Abraham followed God when you are following God it is not Many people who claim that they are following God is because of something that they are looking for from God. Lord, I love you. And anytime they say I love you, it is because, Lord, I want you to give me a new job. So after one week, after one month, after three months, after one year, if they don't get that new job, then they go like, I don't believe in God again. I don't believe in God again. You didn't follow God. You wanted God, you wanted to use God to appease your heart desires that was the situation of the jews the israelites when they were moving from egypt they needed god to bring them out of egypt they didn't need god for a relationship we must come to the point when we say you are following god it means that you have a relationship with god look at the four hebrew boys my goodness they said that our god he said oh kinebuchadnezzar we are not careful to answer you Regarding this matter, our God will save us. And then they made a statement. They said, even if he decide not to save us, we will still follow him. That is when you are following God. Esther got to the point. She put her life on the line. And then she said, listen, I will go forward and I will speak on account of my people. If I perish, I perish. That is when you are following God. When you don't do certain things for God because of what you are looking for, when you don't do certain things for God because of what others are saying but deep 
down inside of you. You love the Lord. You love the Lord. Then you are following God. Abraham, one day, and I'm going to give you more examples in the course of the sister. I mean, in the course of the series. One day, God came unto Abraham. He said, Abraham, he said, Yes, here am I. He said that I want you to circumcise yourself. It is a full message. I want you to circumcise yourself. It was a hot afternoon. Very hot afternoon. You are not a man, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. Ask men if you are zipping up and the zip zips other things apart from the zip. You will know. Praise the name of Jesus. And now the Lord said, without any anesthesia, without any surgical lab or surgical ward, cut this thing. Somebody say this thing. <laughs> what a God. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, following God is sacrificial. Don't let me go there because we won't finish today. Praise the name of Jesus. And that hot afternoon, I can see Abraham gathering his 300 men. And it was a very risky thing that Abraham was doing. Listen, following God is risky. But not following God is riskier than following God. By the way, if you want me to tell you, everybody on earth is following something. Look at a scripture in the book of Galatians. Let me show you a scripture in the book of Galatians. I was surprised when the Lord showed it to me. Everybody is following something. Whether you like it or not, everyone is following something. Somebody say everybody is following something. Whether we like it or yes. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse number 23. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse number 23. He said that it is not in a man whose breath is in his nostrils to direct his path look at that oh lord i know that the way of man is not in himself it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps so you see everybody on earth everybody you see that is why sometimes you are approaching somebody with the gospel and they tell you please 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 it means that what they are following is what is telling you please i don't need it because it is coming to take them away from you. Do you get it? Now, so everybody is following something. Either you are following God or you are following something else, which is the other side. Hallelujah. Do you get it? Now, so when you come to the place where whatever God tells you becomes your priority, it becomes your life, it becomes what you bang your hope on, it becomes what you live for. And listen, nobody has followed God into shame nobody has followed God into shame. If I follow God and I follow God into shame, then it means that along the following, I did something to gratify myself and it led me into shame. Praise the name of Jesus. You can never follow God into shame. Sometimes it may look like shame, but it turns out to become glory. When Mrs. Potiphar spoke to his husband to her husband and said this hebrew boy that you brought here almost raped me talking about joseph he said what i i bought this guy and i trained this guy and now i have raised this guy to this point and he want to eat from the same plate that i eat from her i'll finish him it looked like i can imagine the other servants that didn't like the promotion of joseph who were always trying to find 
issues. I can imagine how happy they were. We knew it. They were all going around. Have you heard the news? Chantel, come, come, come. Have you heard the news? Hey, come, have you heard the news? She has done it. We knew it. He has done it. They started gossiping. He has done it. It looked like shame. But they didn't know that when you are following God, when you are following God, what looks like shame is actually the plan of God to bring you to that expected end. And I saw the man called Daniel. And Daniel, they said, we will make sure that this guy is put to shame. And then they said something. They said, we can't find anything against him except against his God. And they managed to find something against his God. And I can imagine when they brought the decree before the king in, Gen in Daniel chapter 6. And the king couldn't do anything about it. And Bible said that the king decided that according to the law, that could not be broken. Daniel should be kept or to be put, to be thrown into the lion's den. Ladies and gentlemen. And I see these people gathering together, celebrating that night. Saying that our enemy... Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, people fight you. They don't know that fighting somebody who is following God is like placing themselves before a locomotive train. It's just a matter of time, you'll be crushed. Never fight anybody following God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, whether you are a child of God, whether what never fight anybody following God. I'm not saying that the person following God may be an angel, but if you see that somebody is following God, be afraid of the person. You won't win. You will not win. One day, one day, a man called Haman, he raised up gallows. That was death rose for Mordecai and the Jews. And then he came home and then he told his wife something that had happened in the palace. And his wife told him, his wife was called Zeresh. Zeresh told, told him, he said, hey, this guy that you are pursuing, if he is of the seed of the Jews, and you are fighting him. You better stop or you won't win. He was a foolish man. He didn't listen to the counsel of his wife. Unfortunately, not only he died. He, his sons, his wife, they all died. Listen, when you see somebody following God, forget about, hey, I got this certificate. He doesn't or she doesn't have it. He's following God. Be afraid of him. The best thing to do is to pitch your tent with the person. Tell the person from today, you are my brother. You are my sister. You are my friend. Look at somebody close to you. And say from today, you are my brother. You are my sister. Do you know why? Because the person is following God. That if you see somebody, listen, if tonight's service, you didn't hear anything, don't let this word leave you. If you see somebody following God, he may even be low, 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 like Joseph. Hey, everybody, I can imagine. <laughs> Cheryl, I can imagine when Joseph became the prime minister. What do you think the guy who, who gave him the, um, uh, the, the, the promotion, the guy who spoke to the butler, the butler who spoke to Pharaoh on, on, on his account, he will promote him. He won't promote him. He will promote him. He will prom listen, brothers and sisters. If you didn't hear anything tonight, Abraham followed God. One day, <laughs> Abimelech in Genesis chapter 20. Leon, Genesis chapter 20 saw <laughs> Abraham's wife, Sarah. The woman was glittering. An old woman, but my goodness. Listen, when you follow God, you are beautiful. Don't worry when 
People see you and you are watching you too much. Don't say that you, you have, you have an immoral spirit. No, the glory of the Lord, as you are following God, you are radiating. You see, when you read Songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 7, he said, because of the anointing, the virgins love me. When you follow God, you become attractive. You become attractive. At age, Sarah, Sarah at this time that I'm speaking to you about, was over 65 years old. Cross menopause into megapause. Abimelech saw her. He said, my goodness, what a beautiful young girl. Abraham said, please tell them that you are my sister. Before they hang me because of your beauty. He said, she's my sister. Abimelech said, if she's your sister, then from today you are my brother-in-law. He said, okay, I understand. The man gathered property and wealth. Men servant added Hagar to it and gave it to them. He said, this is your blessing, your bride price. That night, Abimelech said, I won't do anything tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm charging for tomorrow. Don't. <laughs> I like the way Cheryl laughed. <laughs> we got to make the message understandable. Praise the name of Jesus. He said, I'm charging for tomorrow. I won't do anything tonight. That night, the Lord came to him. He said, hey, you are a dead meat. He said, Lord, what have I done? He said, you have taken a prophet's wife because the man that you have touched his wife is a man that is following me. You are dead. He said, God, please, let's discuss this. I didn't go chasing the woman. The man told me that she is my sister. The Lord said, and, and then Abimelech told God, he said, that man is a liar. The Lord said, to you, he's a liar. But to me, he's my prophet. When somebody is following God, remember not to take their mistakes against them. The Lord will come after you. The Lord will come big time. You see, that is why I'm saying that you just follow God and leave the rest. Follow God. I don't remember praying and saying that, Lord, all the witches from my father's house and from my mother's house from today i cut off their necks no when i pray i said that lord bless the church i said that father bring in more souls so that they may be set free i, I pray these prayers and as i am following god try it as you are following god let the devil try you because listen when you you sometimes you don't even pray over your food how many times have you prayed over your food how many times did you sleep and then you remember to pray? But every now and then, you escape the traps of the enemy. Do you know why? Because you are following God. And when you follow God, he follows you. When God follows, hey! When, I, I wish I had one of the little children here. If I am following that child, and the child is going, imagine, imagine Benji in front of me, and I'm following Benji like this. Who can take him away from me? It is only when Benji decides to follow me or when Benji decides to do something else in my blind spot, then somebody can whisk him away. But as long as I follow him or as long as he follows me with his apron to my apron, he's untouchable. Abraham followed God. Abraham followed God. If you want to mimic or enter into that covenanted blessing, of Abraham. We got to follow the way he followed. How did Abraham follow? Number one, Abraham followed God as a child. 
Abraham followed God as a child. Praise the name of Jesus. He was like a child. He behaved like a child. I'm pretty sure that in the book of Genesis chapter 12, when Bible said that Abraham left his father's house, they were saying to, I'm sure that Sarah's parents were saying that when you were going to marry this guy, we knew that you were making a mistake. We knew it. And sometimes they will say, because they can't say to the person, they will say amongst them, I told you, I told you that this guy, he doesn't have any vision in life. He's a waste. Do you understand it? Especially when certain things that are supposed to happen are not happening at that time. They said, we knew it. We said it. When you are following God and you don't follow him as a child, you are not following like Abraham. You are not following like Abraham. Follow God as a child. He followed God as a child. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 1 to 6. When you follow God as a child, after the order of Abraham, you become a touch not in life. Sometimes, look at me for a moment. Sometimes you are walking around and then you see two adults fighting. What do you do? You find your car and you enter. Say that, let me leave these guys so, who have eaten and they want to expend their energy. Let me, let me leave them alone before they bring their trouble come my way. But when you, are, when you are walking, the same area, and then you see an adult beating a little boy, what will you do? Oh, come on. Do you know what you do? What will you do? You call the police. Immediately you call the police. 911. Somebody is killing a baby here. The way that people will call the police, you'll be surprised. But two adults fighting, leave them, let them kill themselves. <laughs> Maybe they want to kill themselves. Let them kill themselves. You find your level before they bring their trouble to you. When you follow God as a child, everybody will be, will be concerned about your welfare. Follow God as a child. When you are following God as a child, everything that the Lord says, you believe it. Tell your child, when I'm coming from church at 11.30 in the night, I'll bring you an aeroplane. They believe it. The father doesn't have a bicycle tie. But they believe. When you follow God as a child, Abraham believed God. When God said, I'm going to give you a land. What land was better than where Abraham was? Where his father was a gate man. He was part of the people that took decision on the land. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you another land. Ah, one day, somebody lost his mobile phone. Those days when mobile phones were not complicated like it is now. And then, you know, those times people could steal people's mobile phones and now when you steal it, you can't even use it because they will, they will find it. You understand? <laughs> Those days. Now, one day, somebody uh, 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 misplaced his mobile phone and, and then he called it and then the person who was having it took it and answered. He said, oh, please, that mobile phone is mine. He said, okay, so what should I do? He said, I, I want you to bring it and I'll give you a handsome reward. He said, what handsome reward is better than the mobile phone? Keep the handsome reward. <laughs> and let me keep the mobile phone. Listen, when you follow God as a child, ladies and gentlemen, he will cause men to honor you with their substance. Praise the name of Jesus. And I pray that from today in the name of Jesus, wherever your blessing is and wherever what you need for your life to arrive at the destiny that God has meant for, it will be given to you without fail.
same year believing amen at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus said in verse number two, he said, bring me, let's be very quick, please. Let's be very, very quick. Verse number two. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. And verse number three says that, and he said, verily I say unto you, except you be converted. It means that from today, start walking with God as a child. Start walking with God as a child. Start following God as a child. A lot of Christians are too adults. Too, T-O-O. Too adults. You can add two zeros to it. Two O's to it. Too adults. You see, an adult, it is difficult for an adult to receive instructions. But a child, you tell a child, sit here. You are grounded. The child will sit there. But an adult, sit here. What are, you, what are you talking about? Please, let me find my level. Children! <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. When you follow God as a child, he tells you this. That is it. He tells you that. That is it. Sometimes, and let me give you a practical example. The word of God will give you a particular direction. And then you go like, you know, it is true that the word has said it. But as far as I am concerned, as far as I am concerned, I am not ready to subscribe to it. Ladies and gentlemen, follow God as a child. I'll give you one more point and then we will close for today. The second way of following God or how Abraham followed God was that he did not follow God with his emotions. He did not follow God Based on his senses, he followed God. Based on what God told him. He didn't follow the masses. He didn't follow tradition. He didn't follow the order of the world. Abraham followed God. Not by his emotions. Can you imagine when God told Abraham, go and sacrifice your only son Isaac. Your only son Isaac. Logically speaking, it shouldn't happen. His emotions were attached to the boy. But he followed God. When you are following God, as Abraham followed God, you don't follow according to your emotions. Or according to the things that are surrounding you. But you follow according to the word of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to close your eyes and do me a favor. Listen, there are many things that I have to say. I've told you that this series about a new generation, Abraham, is too much. We will not be able to exhaust it. But listen to me. I'm going to continue on Sunday. But I want you to make a commitment. There are two things that I spoke about. Following God as a child. And following God without your emotions. Without your emotions. Sometimes you'll be tired. I know that there are certain times I've gotten to and I felt like I'm tired. But following God without my emotions and because I have a relationship with him, I remember for you when you were chasing your spouse or your beloved, sometimes you were hungry. But the person said, I am hungry. You will easily give what you are eating to the person. And then the person will ask you, 
Oh, sister, brother, but are you not hungry? He said, oh, I just finished eating. You are very hungry. But your lover says that I'm hungry. You will go hungry for your lover. When you are tired, the person says that I wish I have this one. You will drive hours and go and get it. When you follow God, as the way Abraham followed God, as a child, without your emotions, you work with a relationship with the Lord, not with a demand mentality. I want us to pray. I want you to pray tonight. Lord, I want to follow you as Abraham followed you. Can you lift up your voice and pray that prayer? Just pray that prayer. And I'm praying that prayer. Online, I want you to pray that prayer. Lord, I want to follow you as Abraham followed you. In order for me to enjoy the blessings that you gave unto Abraham, which is also mine by redemption. Lift up your voice and pray. I want to be childlike and tell the Lord, prune me. I want you to pray. Listen, prune me. Not only you, me, you, everyone online, in-house, we are all praying that prayer. Lord, prune me. Prune me. My heart is so stubborn. You know yourself. I know myself. Pride. Haughtiness. Arrogance is inside us. It is inside me. It is inside you. We can't follow God with these elements inside us. Sometimes, because of an offense, we decide. Listen, I decided that I want to do this thing. I won't do it again. Because of an offense. You are too much of an adult. I am too much of an adult. Sometimes, a child may be angry. But, be, but because the parent has said it, he will still do it. Go and sit down. The child is angry. Left to him alone. He will not sit down. When I watch my children, how they govern themselves, I know what it means to behave as a child. Sometimes, the little ones, when their elder brother speaks to them, because they know that they are almost of the same age, there is some kind of resistance. But when a parent say, do it, then they know when you follow God, as Abraham followed God, you set aside your emotions. I don't feel like, but because I'm following God, I will. I don't feel like, naturally, I feel like doing this, but because I'm following God. And he says, no. It means no. When you follow God as a child, it is like being in prison. You don't determine your freedom. God determines your freedom for you. Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, from the bottoms of our heart, we ask, help us to follow you as Abraham did. Who at age 75 did everything that you said, even though he had never seen you. When others were mocking him, when others were laughing at him, when others were saying that he was senseless, he was useless, he was a man without any vision. But he knew that he was following you. Lord, give us that passion, that heart. That heart. I pray for everyone that came to service tonight. Online and in-house. May nobody become a casualty in life. May nobody become a disaster in life. May nobody become an icon of 
statistical failure in life. When they are mentioning people that failed. And they are mentioning the list of people that failed in ministry, in business, in marriage. You will not be part of it in Jesus name. And I pray, may your children not repeat your mistakes. May our children not repeat our mistakes. May our grandchildren not follow our mistakes. May they rewrite their history in the name of Jesus. And wherever you are in life, I pray, may the Lord give you the strength, the stamina to turn things around. It is never too late to make it right. May the Lord give us the grace. May the Lord give us the power. Say amen. May the Lord give us the energy. And above all, I pray, any word from the Lord concerning your life, let it come to pass without fail. Say, I receive it. And say, I believe it. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the three major prophecies that the Lord gave us for the month of May. As we end the ending of May. May the Lord confirm them in your life. In Jesus blessed and mighty name. Let somebody shout me a very believing amen. Give a clap unto the Lord. We quickly want to be taking our communion and receiving our offering. And then we will be out of here. I'll be continuing this on Sunday. But please remember... Friday, this Friday, is our night of supernatural encounter. We do it once every month. And please, when you are coming, come fully expectant. Something is going to happen. It is our night. This theme, the theme for this coming Friday is divine settlement. Divine settlement. There are certain things they must end. Okay? There are How many of you believe that there are certain things they must end? Emanis, do you agree with me? There are certain things they must end. And it is a night of settlement. So when you are coming, have something at the back of your mind. Please listen, don't forget this announcement. Come with something that you know that it must end. This thing must end. The Lord, <laughs> this thing, let us settle it now. Today, let's settle this one on this Friday. It is our night of settlement. Bible said that the night before Jesus was crucified, he took bread. It was bread. When he blessed it and then he broke it, he didn't call it bread again. He said, it is my body. It may be bread. It may be cracker. It may be wafer. It may be any flour product. Products made out of flour. When Jesus blessed it and then he broke it, he didn't call it bread again. He said, it is my body. I want you to lift it. Father, we thank you for the bread and the flour product. We receive it with thanksgiving. And by faith, we break it and we turn it into the body of Christ. Please, I want you to break yours. Now, this is the body of Christ. And then he took the cup. We usually bless the two before we eat together. He took the cup and he blessed it. And when he blessed it, he didn't call it drink again. After blessing it, he said, this is my blood. Please listen. When we bless the bread and we turn it into the body and we bless the drink and we turn it into the blood, it is no more juice. I know that sometimes your conscience will be telling you that, well, uh, they say my blood sugar. So, I But listen, that is why it is by faith. That is why it is by faith. When you are taking it, don't take it with the assumption that it is bread and drink. You will not receive the full blessing of it. It is by faith that we receive it. We receive it as the communion of the body and the blood of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, Father. Bless us out of this body and out of this blood. In Jesus' name, amen.
When you finish taking your communion, I want you to package your offering. Abraham was a dangerous giver. Abraham was a dangerous giver. you to lift up your offering as we are singing thank you lord jesus in the mighty name of jesus lord help us father help us please lift up that offering that tight that envelope we have the giving portal on the line Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, receive our offering. Receive our tithe. Receive our seed. Abraham was a dangerous giver. Bible said that his son came after him. He sold and he had a bumper harvest. Father, bless our seed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And let the heavens rain, rain upon it. Let no one remain the same. In Jesus blessed and mighty name. Please quickly drop it in. Remember, it's a 501c. At the end of the year, we will give you your giving credit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. We give you all the glory. Finally, in case you are here in the house or you are online, you don't have a relationship with Jesus, we want to give you that privilege and that opportunity to have a relationship with Jesus. Listen, all these things that we are talking about is through Jesus Christ. You cannot be a seed of Abraham outside Jesus Christ. Many people are claiming Abraham is our father. Abraham is our father. Jesus said, if Abraham is your father, you are a seed of righteousness. And righteousness is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So you are online, you are in-house. You want to have a relationship with Jesus. I want you to put your hand on your heart and pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to hear your word. With my heart, I believe. And with my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life amen if you pray this prayer you are born again and the lord is with you i want you to connect with us if you are online i want you to connect with us send us a text message we got all our details when you look for us on social media holy hill chapel tennessee we want to connect with you we want to stay in touch with you we want you to know that jesus loves you and this is a family god bless you and god richly empower you to be committed to this new calling in jesus mighty name amen all right let's be on our feet church god willing on friday we will be having our night of supernatural encounter right do we have first time oh wow i want to welcome let's 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 appreciate sister jade hallelujah 
So what we do is that usually we will ask you your name and then we'll ask you who invited you. I hope it is not too much, right? Okay. Jada. Jada. Jade, right? Jidal. Wow. And um, I'm pretty sure uh, Minister Chantel invited you, right? Let's welcome our sister. Let's give a round of applause. This is Holy Hill Chapel. I want you to know that we love you. I want to pray for you. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your daughter. Thank you for bringing her here today. There is a reason why you brought her. When she leaves here and she leaves the corridors of this auditorium, give her a testimony. Lord, let her know that your love for her is unconditional. It doesn't matter what others say. And it doesn't matter even what she herself says. Your love is unconditional. We thank you for her life, and we thank you for bringing her into this family. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name, amen. God bless you. Please, you feel it for me. I'll meet you after service. Yeah. All right. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever amen we want to take our prophetic declaration with long life full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives god bless you i'll see you on the prayer line at 3 a.m and friday please come with somebody it is a night of settlement the lord favor you and bless you have a blessed night church is dismissed and bye-bye Something beautiful.